The idea that you can live beyond the grave. I've run into more people who don't want to even think about dying. Others want to explore the possibility. And we are living in a time when more want to believe anything other than Christianity. There's the idea that's been around for a while. If you can afford it, freeze your entire body. For less money, you can freeze your head after you die. Cryogenics is what it's called. Even in popular mechanics of all places, a Russian so-called life extensionist proposed a non-Christian way to make humans, like Greek gods, immortal. It's a sci-fi blend of super-intelligent artificial intelligence. It's a proposed roadmap to immortality. Have I confused you enough? I do agree there is life after death. There is resurrection life to come. But for every person who embraces Jesus Christ and the twist that Christ offers, resurrection life can begin even now, before you die. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And as we begin a new week together, we're starting a new series called Resurrection Power. It's easy to take our eyes off hope too easy, in fact. With wars and shootings and chaos all around us, this fallen world can rob us of all our hope, any hope. But this week, I want to remind us, you and me, that we have a very blessed and living hope in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He not only offers salvation from our sins, but an eternal hope that all Christians long for, a new world in God's presence. The more you know your own brokenness, the more you realize just how good Jesus is for loving you. Like the more we know the the depth of the brokenness of the world, the more glorious is the hope that we have in the resurrection and the fact that he will make all things new. That's musician and author Andrew Peterson. He'll be joining us today to talk about his hope in the resurrection and how it changes the way we live our lives today. He'll also be sharing some songs with us from his album called Resurrection Letters, Volume 1, that includes the prologue with bonus songs. This is the Easter album to have. So many on our team have been listening to it, and people in my family listen to it and have been telling me for a long time that it's moved them to tears of joy and into deep worship. And you can call us after the program. Please make a gift to the ministry, and then you can ask for Andrew Peterson's Resurrection Letters 1. Our number to call is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or better yet, go to our website where you can listen to samples from all of the songs on the CD and then make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. But now I want you to hear the most well-known song from Resurrection Letters 1, Is He Worthy? Do you feel the world is broken? Do you feel the shadows deepen? We do. But do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? We do. Do you wish that you could see it all made new? We do. creation groaning is. is a new creation coming 
a song we play all the time on this program, Is He Worthy, here on Haven Today, and uh, where we're joined now from Nashville by the writer of the lyrics, as well as the song. We play that song often. Andrew Peterson gets it. Easter never ends. Welcome back to this program. It's been a lot of years. Andrew, it's good to have you with us. Well, thank you. It is a pleasure to be with you. Andrew, let's talk about this song that we just heard, Is He Worthy? 
It's from this latest album of yours, Resurrection Letters 1. It's a very different style of worship song, and yet I find it so moving. Would you mind telling us a little more about it, would you? So I uh, several years ago, we started attending uh, a church that uses uh, the liturgy. As a kid who didn't grow up with that kind of liturgy, mm-hmm. and as a word nerd who like loves poetry and uh, mm. and loves loves to kind of savor words, like showing up at a church like that where the liturgy is ancient and beautiful and mm-hmm. and you know so richly theological, I just love it. And so uh, anyway, it just got me thinking about a song where uh, instead of the worship leader standing at the front of the the thing just singing trying to lead people in song, but asking questions that would engage the audience and have them affirm together mm-hmm. these truths that we believe. And so I had written the verses of the song, but I didn't have a chorus yet. And then I uh, read in Revelation 5, there is a question and answer that happens. There's, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a moment where mm-hmm. it's like this rhetorical thing where a question is asked, and then the answer uh, comes back, and then what you have is the truth being told, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when they say, is anyone worthy to break the seal and open the scroll? Mm. And all of heaven cries out because no one can be found who is worthy. And mm. then Jesus steps into the scene. Mm. And uh, and all of the elders, you know, they all sing his praises that, yes, he is worthy to open the scroll. It's just this beautiful, and it, to me, was the perfect, perfect way to sum up the rest of the song. Um, and so I had no idea when I wrote it uh, just how broken the world would really feel mm. um, in mm. 2020, mm. and now for that matter. Yeah. Um, I think that I... Uh, I'm a pretty emotional person, you know, who tends toward melancholy. And so mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I probably was thinking about the fact that, yes, I, I often look around and feel the weight of the brokenness of the world. Um, but it, the meaning of that changed, changed with 2020, I think, you know, yeah. like, so then to stand on the stage and I think, you know, Easter Monday, when we do the live stream show at the Ryman, it'll be like, it'll feel very different to say, do you feel the world is broken? And to have the audience all sing mm-hmm. back, we do, mm-hmm. we will know that. In a, in a deeper way, which if you, the, the, it's kind of like sin. Like the more, you know, your own brokenness, the more you realize just how good Jesus is for loving you. Mm. Like the more we know the, the depth of the brokenness of the world, the more mm. glorious is the hope that we have in the resurrection and mm. the fact that he will make all things new. Mm. And Andrew, that's exactly what you've captured on this new album. How did this concept album come to be? Tell us a bit about what inspired this album and how it got your creative juices flowing. Uh, well, the, the Resurrection Letters Project is, is one of the craziest, uh, craziest versions of that. Um, I, I love concept albums. Like most of my albums, um, there's some unifying idea that I don't start out with a unifying idea, but okay. about three quarters of the way through, I'll, I'll start to notice that there's some theme that okay. keeps popping up and that helps me write the rest of the songs to finish the album. I love the idea. It's kind of like a bygone thing to sit down and listen to an album from start to finish and, uh, and experience it as a whole. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is like my kids are growing up in the Spotify generation. I say my kids, they're, they're grownups now, but they, they'll you know, always they, be your kids. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they actually are album listeners too. And I don't know if it's because they grew up in a, you know, a musical home or not, but like they, they actually love the story arc of a record. So I've always liked, um, you know, when, when an album comes out to like present a uh, one big kind of epic concept. And so several, well, I guess it would have been pushing 13 years ago now. I did that. I'd written a bunch of songs. I had read um, N.T. Wright's Surprised by Hope, which mm-hmm. is this wonderful book of mm-hmm. theology about the new creation and the mm-hmm. resurrection. And uh, of course, The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. And a lot of the stuff that I was reading was this like really wonderful thinking about, about the implications of the resurrection of Jesus. So when I looked at all, all the songs, 
they all kind of tended to be about that in one way or another. They all touched on this theme of resurrection. So I, I called it Resurrection Letters. And then um, at some point in the making of the album, I was like, I feel like this is part two. I feel mm. like this is a second half of a bigger story that like, mm. this is all about like the wake of Christ's resurrection. I want mm. to make an album about his actual resurrection. Mm. And so 10 years later, I finally got around to volume one. So, <laughs> so we released volume two and then 10 years later, I wrote the songs about the resurrection of Jesus which includes Is He Worthy? And then Resurrection Letters Volume 1 opens with the sound of Christ's heart beating in the, in the tomb. And then it's this, mm. we're off to the races and it's this big celebration of His resurrection. His heart beats, His blood begins to flow Waking up what was dead a moment ago And His heart beats, now everything has changed Cause the blood that brought us peace with God is racing through His veins there is one song that you've written on your Resurrection Letters 1 album that makes our executive producer cry when he hears it. And the song is His Heart Beats. Just tell me a little bit about that song. Yeah, it was the, it was the last song to be written for the project, and it's the first song on the project, which... Um, I thought th- I always thought the the first song would be the song "Risen Indeed," mm-hmm. um, which opens with the line, uh, "And so the winter dies with the blast of icy wind, mm. uh, like a mournful cry. It's giving up the ghost again." And it was about the the end of winter and the beginning of spring. And uh, and Ben Shive, my my dear friend who produced this album and wrote a few of the songs, um, you know, he's been a part of the my life, musical life for you know pushing two decades now. Mm. And, uh, and he knows the Bible about as well as anybody I know. And he, uh, he texted me before we finished the record. He texted me this voice text. He was on a walk with his dog and he, he was singing the opening lines to his heartbeats to me. And mm-hmm. it was his heartbeats, his blood begins to flow, waking up what was dead a moment ago. And he like zeroed in, not on the coming of spring at the end of the winter, but on the actual physical heart in the tomb that began to beat on Sunday morning. And I was just like, it kind of blew my mind. I'd never really thought about the physicality, the physiology of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we ended up finishing the song together. And, uh, and I've had uh, physicians come up to me after the shows and say that they too had never thought of the physiology of the resurrection mm. before. Mm. They had all these scientific questions like, yeah. wait, his blood would have uncongealed. You know, wow. like how did rigor mortis work backwards, right? Wow. There were all these like fascinating questions. Their brains were crackling. Um, but I love it because it, once again, like the whole thing, it zeroes in again and again and again on, on Christ the person and the, the physicality of the resurrection, the fact that it, it happened bodily. Mm. And that is also what is in store for you and I. If you just joined us, you're listening to Haven Today. My name is Charles Morris, and we're talking with musician and author Andrew Peterson. We're talking about his latest album, Resurrection Letters One. Andrew, it would be an understatement to say the resurrection is really important, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's the center of the whole thing, man. Like it, it, it was amazing to you know re- to read the New Testament through that lens. You realize that every sermon that was preached like hinged on the resurrection of Jesus, the mm-hmm. bodily resurrection of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so if that didn't happen, this is all a waste of time. 
Um, like, you know, I, somebody asked, uh, I heard somebody talking recently about like, okay, why are you a Christian? And the answer was because I believe the resurrection happened. Mm. Like, that's it. It's not the, that Christianity is a, is a better way to live. I think it is, mm. but that's not why you're a Christian. It's not just a philosophy mm. by which you, you live. Like there is this, uh, this fact that happened in history that we can't wiggle around, which is that this person named Jesus was God and he loves mm. us. And so, uh, Anyway, yeah, I just I, I once I realized, you know, that 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 was this central part of the gospel. It just has changed the way that I live my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, once I realized that the new creation is is grounded and beautiful, and it's a remade Earth, like it changes the way I tend my own garden, literally. And like I'm looking at it right in front of me. Right. Um, I I I think about the fact that the daffodils coming up out of the ground in the springtime are trumpeting the resurrection. Mm, <laughs> they, mm. they, they preach the story. All of creation preaches it, yes. the sermon every year. And so it's just, it's all in there. So you, you, you've got me going. I'm just, that's all it's, right. It's a, it's a spring day in Nashville. And it's, I believe the gospel more than ever. You know? And so the winter dies with a blast of icy wind, like a mournful cry. It's giving up the ghost again. Another sheet of snow melts away to gold and green Look at Peter go, he's racing to the tomb to see Where has my Jesus gone? He is not dead, he is risen, risen indeed You know, the, the, the unspoken question that was in my mind when I was in high school was, what is the point of all this? right? It's like, okay, yes, Jesus died for me. Yes, we'll go to heaven. Yes, there's God. Like, I, it wasn't hard for me to just kind of like accept those truths, mm-hmm. but I just didn't understand what for really, right? Like there was mm-hmm. this kind of weird um, pointlessness to it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. But when I thought about the things that I really loved, which eating a good meal around the table with my family, mm-hmm. um, now caring for the bees and the garden, mm-hmm. I'm a beekeeper. And so having, <laughs> having this garden and, and like lo- being a part of a community making music, like all of these things, like these are all shadows of what is to come, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. God gave us bodies and he created a world for those bodies to inhabit. And in the new creation, that's going to be just augmented. It's going to be that in a redeemed sense. Mm-hmm. You know? And so mm-hmm. suddenly there's this hope that like, you know, I talk to kids who are terrified of eternity, you know, who are just the thought of eternity is, is like gives them this phobic reaction uh, you know this you know life stretching off into nowhere but it, that doesn't happen i don't think when you think of it in terms of seasons mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. getting older in a body in a body that isn't getting old yes you know yes and time is no longer an adversary but time is your friend wow. because you know that this isn't your last meal with your parents wow. you know that you're going to circle back around in 500 years and talk about what you've done in the meantime you know mm-hmm. like it's amazing to think about and the fact sure. that there's this good king who is who is present and dwelling with us and is pleased to see his children caring for his creation the way it was meant to be cared for. Like that is a thrilling picture, right? And and it's not my picture. It's in right. the Bible. Right. It's and it's not fiction. It's real. And it will be yeah. real for us yeah. today. This is this is not something that uh, someone like a Lewis or a Tolkien could craft as as great a writer as as both of them were. This is reality or will be reality. But yeah. It's reality right now, too, living in light of the yes. resurrection today. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, all right. 
I could talk to you forever, but we need to hear some more of your music. There's there's a song you wrote on the Resurrection Letters 1 album, and it's coming out of Colossians 1. That fits in with the Resurrection too, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it kind of drives home the centrality of Christ to the whole thing. He is standing at the center of the storm, you know, of all of creation. Uh, and uh, and that, that it's a, taken almost verbatim from a passage in Colossians that, that Paul wrote about that. And it's the one of, it's one of the most, kind of, I'm going to geek out, but one of the most satisfying musical experiences of my life was the fact that uh, that song was written in the same key at the same tempo as the first song on Resurrection Letters Volume 2. Mm. And it took 10 years to record the first song and have them crossfade together the way that they were always meant to. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So the, so uh, the chronology is all messed up, but like that song blends perfectly, leads you perfectly into volume two and, uh, and kicks us off into the, into the next section of the story. Andrew Peterson, let's listen to all things together from Colossians one. And I just want to say, as we go, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your faith and your talent uh, with us here today on Haven Today. Thank you, Charles. It's been good to be with you. He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of creation. And by Him all things were created in heaven and earth, seen and unseen, rulers, dominions, and powers, and kings. He holds all things all things, all things together. He holds all things, all things, all things together. He's the head of the body, the church, the firstborn from the dead. So in everything he is the head. Fullness of God is pleased to dwell in Him to reconcile to Himself.
was All Things Together from Resurrection Letters 1 here on Haven Today. And I'm thankful we could share some of our interview with Andrew Peterson with you on the program. If you'd like to hear more from him, we've posted our full interview on our Great Stories podcast. You can find it on our website. In the last few minutes together, we've just heard four powerful songs from Resurrection Letters 1. This is the Easter album. And if you don't have it, you need it. Or you need to give it to somebody else. When you think about Christmas, there's so many albums that proclaim Christ's arrival. Good songs. Songs of worship. But there are not too many albums that focus on the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But as Andrew Peterson just reminded us, this is the crux of Christianity. I want you to be moved to worship like so many here at Haven Ministries and in my own family have been by getting a copy of this album. It powerfully proclaims Christ's victory over death and sin. It will fill you with a yearning for heaven and the new world to come like never before. When you finish listening, I think you'll be saying Maranatha with an exclamation mark. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. On our website, you can listen to samples from all the songs on the CD. You can make your gift there. And our web address is haventoday.org haventoday.org or if it's a little easier for you call us right now make your gift but ask for resurrection letters when you call 800-65-HAVEN 800-65-HAVEN and just as we go we still have copies of the darkest night brightest day Easter devotional for your gift to the ministry as well I'm Charles Morris thanks for joining me won't you come back again tomorrow and again, we will be celebrating the resurrected great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. The changing of the seasons is always an opportunity to reflect as the snow melts, giving way to green grass and fresh flowers, the arrival of spring turns our gaze to the frozen places in our own hearts and how the Lord's melting grace might cause new blooms of hope and joy to spring up. The Apostle Paul had this in mind in 2 Corinthians 5.17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old creation frozen over, cold and hard. Our hearts cry out for newness of life. The new creation is full of life and joy in the Holy Spirit. Spring is coming, and with spring, fresh opportunities to receive grace from the Lord. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.